Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Prosperity by the Pine. I'm your host, Bryce Carter, certified financial planner, charter financial consultant, certified investment management analyst, and a self-proclaimed millennial money expert. This is a podcast where we talk about money, investing, business, and life success, all while having a cold beer. The cold beer of choice this week is very fitting uh, because it's an Oktoberfest. It is from New Glarus Brewing Company, uh, which is in Wisconsin somewhere. Brewed and canned in New Glarus, Wisconsin. Not a very creative name. They named it after the town. Uh it's got a very long description here. We'll see how it is. Uh, cheers. Mm, that's good. I'm not a huge October uh, fest person. Just not, you know, it's not like my style of beer. But that one is good. Oh, it's an employee-owned company too. That's pretty cool. Um, fun fact about Oktoberfest in Germany, uh, in order to be actually called an Oktoberfest and spelled properly, they have a ridiculous set of rules. It's got to be brewed with certain malts at, in a certain location for a certain amount of time, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a really actually a big deal in Germany to be called an Oktoberfest, but that's just a fun fact. This week's episode is about hashtag millennial retirement plans and why y'all got to be so negative. So I'm a pot, I'm a pet. I am not a pessimist. I'm an optimist. And there was this uh, thread on Twitter. I'm not a very big Twitter person. I have like 60 followers, which is like 59 more than you. I'm kidding. Uh, There was a thread, hashtag trending on Twitter, of hashtag millennial retirement plans. And I'm like, oh, I'm a financial planner. I should check this out. What are my people talking about? And damn it, guys, why we got to be so pessimistic and whiny? That's. I just wanted to talk about this because... Uh, you know, I'm a realist, especially about finances. Like I understand the realities of money and investing and why we have got, you know, maybe the cards stacked against us in certain areas, but in others, you know, we're playing with a wild card, which is really good analogy. That's a really good analogy. There were some good positive posts. There were some hilarious ones, but man, most of them were just filled with negativity and whining and that ain't going to get you anywhere. So I'm just going to read a few. Um, I'll have oceanfront property because the oceans are rising. Hashtag millennial retirement plan. Really? Come on. Funny you think my generation will have the luxury, luxuries in all caps, of retiring. Hashtag millennial retirement plan. I'll work myself to death so I don't have to worry about retirement. Hashtag millennial retirement plan. Damn it, guys. Come on. I, I get it. We might not have the same career trajectory of our parents and certainly our grandparents. We go get to work for one company for 30 years and they give you a golden watch uh, and then you sail off with a pension. It might not look like that anymore, but it's not that bad. I mean, we got a lot of shit going for us. I mean, I wouldn't, I would not pick to be in a different generation. I mean, you know what? My 60 inch flat screen TV out there is like, a fraction of, of, of a percentage of the average household income that a black and white TV was when your parents were coming. Okay, maybe that's a bad example. TVs are cheaper. The point is, I just want to go over a few things that we have working for us. So, all right, first... I get it. We've been handled. Uh, uh, we've been dealt a bad hand generationally as far as the golden watch things concerned. Student loans are a problem. You guys have heard me talk about that a bunch. If you've 
you know, listen to the episodes up to this point. Um, we get less bang for our buck with education. We get a go get student loans, which are at too high of an interest rate. We get an education, and then they tell us in order to get the job that we went to school for, we have to have experience. But in order to get the job, we have to have experience to get experience. And it's, it's a circle of death, so we end up living in our parents' basement until apparently being a manager at a subway is enough experience for us to get the job and trade and logistics that we went to school for. Right. I get that. I understand the problem. We came of age during the worst recession since, you know, the Great Depression, right, where, you know, people with 20 years more experience than us in the same degree uh, were take, willing to take a job at the same pay that we were fresh out of college. I get it. I get that. But damn, we have a lot of advantages, too. So it's easier than ever right now to invest in capital markets. You know how your grandparents invested in capital markets? They got the newspaper. They saw that they wanted to buy a stock. They called the company and bought stock from the company in paper form, and then they put it in their safe. And if you're lucky, your parents kept it in that safe, and then you opened it up and got to cash it in. But I digress. It's easier than ever to invest right now. You can open an investment account, transfer money from your bank, and invest in essentially free or close as possible to index funds and ETFs right now from your cell phone, which, by the way, your cell phone's a supercomputer compared to what we were de- our parents' generation was dealing with. It's easier than ever to save. We're more likely to get married at a later age. And guess what? That's a really good financial decision because when you get married at an earlier age, you're much more likely to get divorced. Guess what? Divorces are expensive, especially if you have kids along with it. So we're much more responsible relationship-wise, probably because we're broke at that particular time, which is why we're kicking uh, marriage down the line. But I digress. It's still a good thing. It's still working into our advantage. We're much more likely to stay married than our parents. And if you stay, it it is actually advantageous to be married if you're married and stay married, okay? Our generation will inherit more wealth than any previous generation, and it's not even close. It is by a landslide. Now, I know that might be a few years out, and nobody wants anything to happen to their parents. Not nobody, but most people don't want anything to happen to their parents. But we're going to inherit a bunch of money. We're inheriting a really good economy right now. Um, and, and we're, we, we got a lot of things going for us. Do you know that we're more likely to work from home right now than any previous generation? And this one's not even by a, a, a close, right? Because of computers and the evolution of technology, we're able to work from home in a lot of circumstances. And this ability to work from home means that you don't have to move to a urban area where housing is much more expensive than our rural communities or suburban communities. So therefore, you're saving money on costs and you get to stay at home and uh, you get, don't have to you don't have to spend money on the travel. Um, we're coming to our own in record low interest rate environments. Pause. Damn, that's a good Oktoberfest. I, I, like I said, I'm not a huge Oktoberfest person, but that is good for an Oktoberfest. What's funny about this can is that the uh, the state of Wisconsin is trying to look like a thumbprint. It's got a, uh, it's got uh, fingerprints on it. Anyways, we're coming to our own near record low interest rates. It has never been less expensive to borrow money, almost never, for a car, for a house, for furniture, for whatever. Do you know that most of our parents and grandparents bought their first house? One, they had to have 20% down. You don't have to have that now, 3%. For RD loans, rural development loans, it's, it's even less than that. Sometimes you'll get paid to buy the house. 
and they were buying them at double digit interest rates, right? So like you can go get a mortgage right now at three and a half, three point seven five percent. Call Amir Bali at the Bali team for that. He was on the previous episode. I don't remember which one. But I mean, it's great time to be buying a house as far as interest rates are concerned. Our overall quality of life is better. Medicine is better uh, when our parents were coming of age. Cars are safer. Um, We're less likely to smoke. I I mean, the list goes on and on. Our taxes are lower. For middle-income families, taxes, and especially low-income people, taxes are lower than ever right now. If you're you're married, you don't have to pay taxes on the first $24,000 of income. Are you kidding me? No freaking federal taxes. So chill out. Fees on banking have gone down. Investment advisors are more accessible and better because they are most of them, a lot of them, not most of them, a lot of them are fiduciary advisors, which means they have to put your best interest first. And we're not talking about boiler room stuff here. Look, retirement might look different than what our parents is. And it might look much, much different than what our grandparents did. But we're not set up for failure. The thing that we have to understand, and this is the fundamental shift, Make no mistake, our government and your employer are not responsible for your financial security or your retirement. It's on you. So step up. It's that simple. We're responsible for our own financial future and retirement. So start saving what you can, put that money to work for you in capital markets, stock market, and let compound interest do the work for you. You don't have to have an employer that's going to give you a, a, a golden plan like your parents might have or your grandparents. You just have to be a better saver and spender and investor. That's it. And it's easier now to do that. It's easier now to have a side hustle. It's it's easier to do a lot of things. And I know there's a lot of people that think like-minded, but, you know, and some of the hashtag millennial retirement plan stuff was hilarious, but a lot of it was just sad. And I feel like it was just a lot of whining. So quit whining, step up your game. We got, we got pretty good. We got a pretty good hand here. We got some wild cards, but we got a pretty good hand. So put your money to work, start saving, quit whining, go to work. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen, that's where we are. Facebook and cheers.